Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Unlock Your Career Group podcast. I am your host, Susan Kiamba, on this show where we talk about all things careers and career development. In this episode, I will be talking about office politics. Love them or hate them, they are a reality in our workplace. And in this episode, I'll be talking about what exactly is office politics, why should you care about office politics, and how can you successfully navigate office politics politics now here's the thing office politics really has it gets a bad rap so when you think office politics you think backstabbing you think about rumors you think about lying you think about toxic work environments where everyone is out to get to the top while stepping on the shoulders of so many other people ahead of them office politics really when it comes down to it is about power and authority how does the power and authority within your organization shift And then those shifts then affect how you experience things at the office. Now, politics are inevitable. Let's just get that one out of the way. It's inevitable. So if you're there and you're sitting and you're thinking, you know what, I'll let my work speak for itself. I will not engage in this politics business. Well, that's like burying your head in the proverbial sand and stabbing yourself in the back in the process without realizing it. So... While office politics does exist, it does not have to affect your career negatively. You can actually figure out how to make it work for you rather than have things work against you. And now that we've established what politics in the office is about, let's talk about the two ways in which office politics exists, or at least how it shows up. So power and authority within any organization is hierarchical, meaning it has to do with your formal structures. We know who the boss is, we know who colleagues are, we know who our juniors are. Those shifts in power and authority come with a job or they come with the territory or they come with the structure of the organization. Probably nothing much you can do about it. When it comes to the informal structures, the informal structures often is where things get tricky and dicey because that's where a lot of the politics happens because it's informal It's not written in stone. You get a sense of it when you join an organization. And this usually is where we find ourselves asking, okay, so who's the most powerful person within the organization? Is it the CEO? Yes and no. And I say yes and no because you'll find that often your security guard can actually stop you from getting to where you need to go. The gatekeepers can stop you from getting to where you want to go. And some of those gatekeepers, security guards, front desk staff, um, executive assistants, the cleaners, the drivers, the lady who makes tea in your kitchen, those people have informal power, informal authority. And sometimes in some organizations that can mean a much, much, much more impact than the formal structure itself. Because they get into places you might necessarily not get into. They will be part of conversations that you may never be involved in. So they know a lot. So they have power. They have authority. They can make things happen or not happen as the case may be. So politics exist. They're inevitable. Question is, how do we navigate successfully? And I'd like to share with you some three tips that I've found to be useful over the years that have helped me and many other professionals navigate office politics. So for one, you need to understand your organization. What is the structure of your organization? Who's who, who's where, who hangs out with who, who's friends with who, who has lunch with who? 
it might sound petty, it might sound irrelevant, it might sound ridiculous, and it might sound like it detracts from you doing the work, but it affects your work. So understanding who is who within your organization is the first step to help you navigate office politics successfully. And once you know that, you can put a strategy in place, which is my tip number two. And this strategy needs to include three key things. The first key that your strategy should include is building connections. And when we talk about building connections, I'm not just talking about building connections with the people who are above you. I'm talking about building connections vertically, laterally, and horizontally. And what that does for you is it exposes you to so many different viewpoints, to different perspectives, and even to new information that you might not previously have had because you might have gotten so blocked out into your world that you don't realize there's a whole other world out there where people see things differently or in fact see you differently because you'll never know how you actually come across to people until you speak to people. Second key that your strategy must include is an underrated skill and that underrated skill is active listening. Now I'm yet to meet a person who does not like to be listened to. We all like to talk and we all feel so hard and we feel um, very important when people listen to us. So be the good listener. Be the one that people can actually turn to and come to when they have something to unburden, when they want to share, when they want to just talk about what their day was like or seek a perspective that's different from theirs. And the third key that your strategy should include is be known for something. Do not be the person who spreads the rumors. Do not be known as the person who stabs others in the back. Do not be the person who pretends on one hand to be amazing and great and pro-colleagues only for you to go and badmouth them in a meeting with a boss because you have the boss's ear. Be known for something, let that thing be positive because when you stay away from negative politics, then you are actually fostering a culture of positivity rather than one of competition and negativity. Now, your third tip for successfully navigating office politics is don't be naive. Now, while you can expect the best from everyone and believe that everyone has the best intentions at work, the truth is they don't. There are going to be those people who spread rumors. There are going to be those people who stab others in the back. Know them, don't engage them, and then kill them with some kindness. Because often when people are expecting you to explode because you stab them in the back and you don't, it unravels uh, their plan, it makes them feel so ruffled, and they just don't know what to do with that. So those are your tips for navigating office politics, three of them. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you will navigate this successfully. Many professionals have done it before you. You can do the same. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. Have an amazing rest of your day.